This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinal. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Hello and welcome to the American Tragedy Hour here live on American Variety Network. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli. Tragedy can strike at any moment and anywhere. A gunman can enter a public building and begin shooting and bang you have a tragedy. A fire can rage and burn through buildings, and boom, you have a tragedy. Or a tornado and a hurricane can damage cities and states, and zoom, you have a tragedy. But have you ever thought about what tragedies animals can inflict? Yes, animals. Animals have natural instincts to attack when they feel threatened or angry, and they can inflict serious damage to humans. Even pets like dogs and cats can cause serious tragedy. Tonight, here live on American Tragedy Hour, I'm going to be discussing some animal attacks that were very tragic. Some of these animal attacks are very tragic, and I am shocked at the results. Some of these attacks are very disturbing. Now, most of the attacks I'm going to talk about tonight are from exotic animals, such as chimpanzees, killer whales, alligators, and more. Wild animals are very dangerous. It's common sense to know not to bother these animals. But for some people, they think it's cute to own exotic animals as pets instead of letting them live in nature. While these animals may be cute, they do not interact with humans in the wild, and they can be totally unpredictable. I certainly would not want to own a lion or any dangerous animal as a pet. Now, here are some of the plant attacks I'm going to discuss tonight. Chimpanzee attacks, including the attack on Charlotte Nash and the Davises and more. I'll talk about the killer whale attacks. I'll talk about alligator attacks and some other animal attacks that are very tragic. Plus, 
I'm going to play the 911 clip of the chimpanzee Travis attack, and I'm also going to play the chimpanzee victim Charla Nash speaking out on primate safety on tonight's show. Now, if you have any personal thoughts or concerns or questions on animal attacks, please feel free to call in at one 347-989-8142. We're going to start the show by discussing chimpanzee attacks right after we make our quick introduction. So, don't go anywhere, folks. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to The Right Talk Show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. You can't sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. Now, a lady named Sandra and a man named 
Jeremy Harold adopted Travis when he was just three days old. They raised him at their home at Rock Road in the North Stanford section of Stanford, Connecticut. The Heralds owned a towing company, and Travis would pose for photos at the shop and ride with the tow truck, his seatbelt buckled, and wearing a baseball shirt. Travis became well-known in the town and had been known to greet police officers they would encounter when towing cars. Now, having grown up among people, Travis had been socialized to humans since birth. A neighbor said he used to play around with Travis the Chimp and wrestle with him. He said the animal always knew when to stop and paid close attention to its owner. He listened better than my neighbors. And then my nephews, he said, the neighbor said, after Travis had mauled Nash. I just don't know why he would do that. Now, Travis the Chip was so smart that he could open doors using keys, dress himself, water plants, feed hay to his owner's horses, eat at a table with the rest of the family, and drink wine from a stem glass. He was so fond of ice cream that he learned the schedules of passing ice cream trucks. He logged onto the computer to look at pictures, watch television using a remote control, and brushed his teeth using a water pick. Now, Travis enjoyed watching baseball on television. Travis had also driven a car on several occasions. So this was a very smart monkey. Now, Sandra slept and bathed with Travis, saying, I'm like hollow now. He slept with me every night. Until you've eaten with a chimp and bathed with a chimp, you don't know a chimp. Now, obviously, Travis the Chimpanzee was very loved by Sandra Harold, and it was a very, very nice pet for Sandra. Now, Sandra considered Travis to be more of a son than as a pet. Now, listeners, I want you to hear this loud and clear, folks. Chimpanzee possess great strength. Male chimps, once past puberty, may exhibit aggressive behavior as they age. They attack faces and other projections of the body, biting and pulling with their hands and their feet. They have six times the strength of humans. That's right, chimpanzees have six times the strengths that we do. They can easily rip our faces off, and they can easily kill us. Now, usually in an attack, chimpanzees usually go for the face, the neck, and the testicle area. I definitely don't ever want to deal with any chimpanzees. I don't know about you guys out there, but I definitely don't want to get near a chimpanzee. So what I just said about chimps is really important about the case that I'm going to talk about now and my other two cases that I got on chimpanzees. So, about the attack. On February 16th, 2009, Travis attacked Sandra Harold's 55-year-old friend, Charlotte Nash. 
inflicting devastating injuries to her face and limbs. Travis had left the house with Sandra's car keys, and Nash came to help get the chimp back in the house. Now Travis, upon seeing Nash holding one of his favorite toys, immediately attacked Nash. Travis was familiar with Nash, who had also worked at the Herald's Toy Company, although Nash did have a different hairstyle at the time of the attack. Now, the chimpanzee had been taking medication for Lyme disease. Harold, then 70 years old, attempted to stop Travis by hitting him with the shovel and stabbing him with a butcher knife. For me to do something like that, put a knife in him, was like putting one in myself, Harold later said. The chip turned around, she said, as if to say, Mom, what did you do? The ape was angered more. Harold then called 911 and pleaded for help. Travis's screams can be heard in the background of the tape as Sandra pleads for police, who initially believed the call to be a hoax, until she heard screaming, he's eating her. And we're going to hear this 911 call in just a second. I want you guys to hear the devastating impact this attack had. Now, emergency medical services waited for police before approaching the house. Now, when the police arrived, Travis walked up to the police car when it arrived, tried to open a locked passenger door, and smashed a side-view mirror. Then, he went calmly around to the driver's side door and opened it, at which point Officer Frank Shafari shot him several times. Travis retreated to the house where he was found dead next to his cage. Now, the emergency crew described Nash's injuries as horrendous. Within the following 72 hours, Nash underwent more than seven hours of surgery on her face and hands by four teams of surgeons. The hospital provided counseling to its staff members who initially treated her because of the extraordinary nature of Nash's wounds. Paramedics noted she lost her hands, her nose, her eyes, lips, and mid-face bone structure and received significant brain tissue injuries. Doctors successfully reattached her jaw but announced on April 7, 2009, that Nash will be blind for the rest of her life, unfortunately. Her injuries made her a possible candidate for an experimental face transplant surgery that she had that was very successful. Now, Travis had bitten off her nose, her eyes, her lips, and her hands. Now, in accordance with standard procedure, Travis's head was taken to the state laboratory for a rabies test, and the body was taken to the University of Connecticut for an autopsy. The head tested negative for rabies, but there was Xanax 
remaining in his system. Autopsy results in May 2009 confirmed the chimp was overweight and had been stabbed. Toxicology reports confirmed Sandra's statement that she had given Travis Xanax laced tea the day of the attack, which could have made his aggression much worse. So that's the attack. Travis leaves a devastating impact on Charlotte Nash's life. Charlotte is now blind, and she has no hands. What an awful tragedy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have a very disturbing clip that I'm going to play. I want you to hear firsthand how dangerous a chimpanzee can be. I have the full 911 recording, and I am going to play it for you to understand how dangerous chimpanzees can be. Caution! The following clip contains some disturbing material, such as the angry chimpanzee attacking Mrs. Nash and Sandra's pleas for help. So let's go ahead and hear a horrific 911 call. Stand for 911, where's your emergency? Oh, this is Sandra. 221, look. Talk to the What's Send the police. Send the police. What's the problem there? Go. The chip killed my... What's wrong with your friend? What's the problem with your friend? What's the problem with your friend? I need to know. Get a gun! Get a gun! Who has a gun? Please hurry up! He's killing my girlfriend! 241 Rock Raymond Road. They're saying someone has a gun and trying to kill somebody. They're on the way, but I need to give you more information. Who's doing this? With guns! Who has the guns? They'll bring the guns! You've got to kill this chimp! Kill What's the problem there? Hurry up! I need you to talk to me. I need you to calm down. Why do you need somebody there? What? Please, guys! What is the problem? He's killing my friend! Who's killing your friend? My chimpanzee! Oh, your chimpanzee is killing your friend. What? She ripped apart. Hurry up! Someone with a gun. Hurry up, please! There's someone on the way. With guns, please! Shoot them! The monkey? The monkey's beating up on somebody. Shoot them! Okay, okay. I need you to... Who is... Where are you? Outside? Hurry, please, please! Hurry! Thank you. What's going on? What is the monkey doing? Tell me what the monkey... He ripped her face off. He ripped her face off. Because he's trying to attack me. Please, please. Okay, hurry. I need you to calm down a little bit. They're on the way. Can you push yourself away? I don't want the monkey attacking you. Please, hurry up. Listen to me. Uh, they're on the way, ma'am. They gotta shoot him. Please, please, hurry, hurry. Please, ma'am. Ma I need you to calm down. They're already on the way. Okay. I know. We're, uh, please, is the monkey please. still with your friend, or is your friend still on the floor? I need you to... Ma'am, are you there with your friend? Ma'am, I need you to calm down so you can help your friend, okay? He's trying to attack me. Please hurry. Hurry, please. 
241 Rockland and Road at Sahara, that it is. There's a 911 phone call that they have an animal. It's a chimpanzee that's going crazy inside the house and possibly injured someone. We're calling the animal control. It's 241 Rockland Road. You can go code 3. Just back to San Francisco. Did you receive that? Okay, they're already on the way. If the monkey moves away from your friend, let me know, okay? So we can try to help your friend. No, no, I can't. He's dead. She's dead. Why Why are you saying that she's dead? She's dead. He ripped her apart. He ripped what apart? Her face? Everything. He ripped her apart? Listen, I think I'm going to say, I think I'm going to say. No, no, just breathe, okay? I'm going to say we should have the phone until they get there. Listen, please hurry. Please, please hurry. Oh, my God. Please, please hurry. They're on their way. Ma'am, I need you to come down, okay? I don't want you fainting, okay? Okay. Okay, we have a now a, a report of an injury at that location, so we're going to send you an ambulance and try to get animal control up there, Sarge. Sounds like the animal's going crazy. Okay. Dispatch to 1 Echo 22. Dispatch. 62 come in. 1 Echo 22. Stand by, Jerry. 62 come in. George, just make sure somebody responds with a taser there. Receive. Dispatch Echo 22. Do you have a taser or 1 Echo 22? Affirmative. Okay, you have to leave headquarters, go to 241 Rockman Road. Uh, I don't know if you heard the call. It's an animal going crazy. It's possibly injured somebody there. One out of the I'm leaving headquarters. I have it. Okay, one out of you can also go. All right, over. One out of what car do you have? In in car 14, let's go three. That's affirmative. I'll get you directions. Ford David, just need a number again, please. 241 Rockman Road. Just past the same four. He's outside? He's outside? He's outside. He's outside. He's outside. He's outside. Is your friend also outside? Yeah. Yes. They're both yes. outside. Yes, please, dear guys. Please. Please, get to your bed. Please. 20 is good, 6. Okay, Fargo. This batch of you is responding to Rock Road. The monkey is outside. It's approximately 200 pounds. It's now at the end of the driveway on Rock Road. Dispatch 8, David. Uh, Four Baker's dispatch. Four Baker, come in. I'll be coach 6 from 37. Uh, Walt, just to let you know, that's an orangutan on the Rock Women Road. Receive, Lou, thank you. Dispatch 8, it's outside the end of the driveway. I'm sick, please. Listen to me. I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. Please, where are they? Where are they? Please. Oh, my God. Please. Is the monkey still there with your friend? He's breathing. He killed her. Okay, is the monkey still there with your friend? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, we're getting more information that it's uh, quite serious up there. We have one taser coming in one atom, and one echo has a shotgun. Animal patrol is also responding. 1A dispatch, 242 Schofield downside. 241 Rock Rimmon. Rock Rimmon. Yeah, that's on the Schofield downside, right? Well, Adam, that's affirmative, uh, Schofield Town Roadside. Dispatch all units responding to Rockman Road. We have a report that the monkey and the victim are outside the house. Hey, David, dispatch. Hey, David, come in. 5639, car 77. Um, animal control available? They're in route to that call, Lieutenant. That's Captain. Okay. Faster. Please, please, Derek, please, please, please. 
Is the monkey still by your friend, or can you get close to your friend? He's in her. He's in Please. No, please. Okay, I need you to calm down for me. I know it's hard, okay? I know it's hard. But they're going as fast as they can your way, okay? Oh, my God. Please. Oh, my God. You're my You're my I know, I know. It's okay. They're going your way, okay? They're going as fast as they can. They'll be here momentarily. Dispatch all cars and all channels. He's right in the front there, Paul. See him? See him? Code 33, code 33. Shut the lights. Before echo dispatch, the ship's outside, and they got one man down. You see person down, the ship's outside. Yeah. I'm going to advise them on heading up with a riot bolt. They want me to get up and down the street or something. Go ahead. Just breathe, Sandra. Shoot him! Sandra, stay in your car. Sandra, I need you to stay in your car. Sandra, are you still there with me? They're here, but they're not shooting. No, Sandra, I need you to stay in the car with me. Oh, God, I'm so afraid. Sandra, I need you to talk to me, okay? Sandra, just whatever you do, stay in your car. Listen to me. Tell them to shoot him. Tell them to shoot him. Tell them to shoot them, please. I can't talk to the officer. No, 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 no. Don't worry. I'm, we're, ta we're talking to them, Sandra. So please. We did tell them, okay? They got to shoot them, please. I tried stabbing them, and, and he's hurt now, too. So, so he's going to attack anybody. I can't get out of this car. Sandra, just they stand. After me, please. Just stay in your car. Just do me a favor. Lock your doors on your car and stay it, there with me. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. He will rip the doors. Sandra, just do what I'm telling you to. Stay in the car. The police officers will handle it. The homeowner uh, is in her car. We're all in our cars, so. Whatever you do, do not get out of your car, okay? Oh, please tell him that I already stabbed him. I did tell him that you already stabbed him. I told him that already. But I need you to stay in your car until I tell you to leave, okay? <laughs> Whatever you do, just stay in your car. Hear
You have to watch her friend get attacked by the chimpanzee. Now, this should be enough evidence for you not to want a chimpanzee. We're getting ready to move on from this case, but before I do that, I want you to hear the chimpanzee attack victim, Sharla Nash, speak out about primate safety. Now, I watched this video on YouTube, and I thought it was a very inspiring video coming from the fact that she was attacked by a chimpanzee, and now she's an advocate for primate safety. It's very inspiring. So I'm going to play this clip, and then we'll move on to our next animal attack case. Well, this is Wayne Faselli, and this is A Humane Nation. And today I'm here with such a courageous and wonderful woman, uh, Charla Nash, who is known to all of us because of the tragic attack that she suffered five years ago in Connecticut as a result of going to help her friend and her boss who was dealing with an erratic behaving chimp named Travis. Will you tell us just a little bit about why you, why you came down today? I, I, I'm here because I was uh, viciously attacked and mauled by the chimpanzee, and I don't want what happened to me ever happen to anyone else again. I was um, February 16, 2009, the, the chimpanzee Travis written my face off and my hands. The doctors were able to salvage the thumb. It's sewn on sideways. And most people aren't aware of this, that I also had from Travis received an infection in my eyes. The doctors were unable to save the eyes and had to remove them. And to this day, it, you know, I, it's, I am blind. In 2011, I was able to receive a full facial transplant and prosthetic eyes. And I hope in the future I can receive new hands. We're so glad that you've made such progress. And this is the first flight you've taken, I understand. You came down from New England to be with us here in Washington, D.C. to lobby in Congress to advance this legislation. So thank you for, for making this trip down here. Yeah, I, I am totally behind supporting this Catholic Trinate uh, Act, and, and I hope it passes through legislation. It's important that people are aware of the, what is going on here. It's very frustrating for me and others to see such a simple act of Congress could do so much good and prevent so much suffering, and I know you feel that way as well. I mean, just a little ounce of prevention here is going to prevent bad things from happening in the future, won't it? Yes, and also, if this had been passed um, a, in, in a year before or even that year, um, I wouldn't be hurt like this because she had 
purchased the chimpanzee in Missouri and brought him into Connecticut. Yeah, it was a, it's an unbelievable set of facts because what this legislation is designed to do is stop the interstate movement of these primates for the pet trade. And as you say, Travis came from Missouri, which is a notorious breeding place for these primates for the pet trade, and came to Connecticut. And uh, I, you know, I really think that it's one thing for the Congress to not think this could happen, but now that your case has occurred, it would really be uh, such a dereliction of duty for the Congress not to take action now in light of what you experienced. So I really think that your own testimonial was so powerful today in Congress. Yeah, I, I believe what I had to say helped, and I also believe a lot of the points of, that the Humane Society had brought up about these animals and diseases and, and attacks, it's all very helpful. So, Charla, obviously there are a lot of primates in people's homes and in our communities. I mean, we estimate as many as 15,000 primates in communities. I mean, do you, do you want to convey a message to the people who have them in their homes or the people who are neighbors about what what sort of disaster they're courting by allowing this to persist in these communities? I want everyone out there that either has a trinate or knows of someone with a trinate, you know they are very dangerous, infectious animals. As cute as they are, they're going to hurt someone. Not only is it unhealthy for the owner or the neighbor, but the animal itself is suffering. I seen with my own eyes when I could see, Travis used to sit on the floor in a corner and rock. Mm -hmm. Now, that is not a happy, healthy chimpanzee. Another thing I also noticed, his coat was dull, his skin was flaky, he had sores on his face, he had large knuckles from hitting the cage, and be responsible and think for the welfare of the animal and yourself what is right, and the right thing is let the animal live in its own environment. Well, I, I, that is that is so powerfully said, Charla. And you know, given what you went through, I think it'd be easy to just feel anger toward all of these animals, all these non-human primates. But your own statement that you feel compassion for them is really another reflection of your own wonderful character. Thank you. It frustrates me so much that it takes terrible incidents to prompt people to take action on these issues. That's what happened in my case also. And why does it take a tragedy or something disastrous to happen before somebody will act and do the right thing? Let's, let's do the right thing before something else happens.
I can't think of a person on any of the issues that I've worked on through the years on animal welfare whose own case history and story is a more powerful argument for reform. And I just, again, want to thank you. On behalf of the entire community of supporters of the Humane Society of the United States, we want to thank you so much. Thank you for letting me tell my story so that it can save other lives and, and, and maulings. This is Wayne Faselli with the Humane Nation. I 100% agree with Sharla. That was a great story. All right, moving along now. I've got two more chimpanzee attacks that I'm going to tell you about. So let's get right to it. Now, Andrew O'Bellary was studying chimp behavior at the Goodale Institute in South Africa. Now, according to reports, Andrew bypassed two safety fences to get close enough to the chimps, and the attack was blamed on human error on the part of Andrew. Now, he was left fighting for his life after being bitten and dragged for half a mile. His parents asked the hospital not to disclose the extent of their son's injuries, but reports have leaked saying that the victim lost his fingers, his toes, his arm, and a testicle, and his arm was exposed to the bone. Wow, what a horrific attack. Now another chimpanzee attack took place in 2005 when St. James Davis and his wife, LaDonna Davis, were attacked by two chimpanzees as they were celebrating their pet chimp most birthday at a chimpanzee sanctuary. The chimps shoot off St. James Davis' nose and severely mauled, mauled, or excuse me, not mauled, mauled his genitals and limbs before the chimps were shot to death. LaDonna Davis was bit in the hand. Dr. Marianne Martin of Kern Medical Center told KGET TV of Bakersfield that the monkeys chewed most of Davis's face off and that he would require extensive surgery in an attempt to reattach his nose. She also said that the chimps also tore off Davis's testicles and foot. Now, primate experts said that chimpanzees, which typically weigh between 120 and 150 pounds and are much stronger than humans, are known to kill chimpanzees from neighboring groups, hunt other primates, and even attack humans in the wild. All right, enough about chimpanzees. Now we will move on to different animal attacks. Stephen Miller, who was killed by a bear. On April 22, 2008, while filming a promotional video at the Predators in Action Faculty, Miller was killed by a five-year-old grizzly bear named Rocky, 
Rocky was a bear actor who had been trained to wrestle humans. At that time, he was best known for his appearance as Dewey, the killer bear, in the 2008 film Semi-Pro, in which he wrestled Will Ferrell's body double, Randy Miller. Stephen Miller had asked to be filmed wrestling Rocky for an advertisement. Although Stephen Miller had not been involved in training Rocky, Randy Miller agreed to the request because Stephen Miller was an experienced trainer and had also recently been in a photo shoot with Rocky and gotten to know him slightly. The plan was to first take some shots of Stephen Miller and Rocky casually standing next to each other and then later begin the stage wrestling match. However, during the initial shoot shots, Rocky stood up in his trained wrestling posure and began the stage attack too early, catching Miller off guard without his arm raised in the proper defense position. Randy Miller then hit Rocky with a cane, trying to make him let go of Steven, an action that Randy later said might have unwillingly escalated the bear attack. The seven-and-a-half-foot-tall, 700-pound bear bit Stephen Miller on the neck once, piercing his jugular vein and carotid artery. An autopsy revealed that he died within minutes of the attack. Wow, I feel terrible for Stephen Miller. Rest in peace, Stephen Miller. Now, we're going to talk about killer whale attacks. Who would think killer whale attacks would happen in the United States of America? All three of the killer whale deaths and attacks occurred at SeaWorld in Orlando, Florida. Tilcom is the killer whale responsible for all three tragedies and all three deaths. Now, the first tragedy occurred on February 20th, 1991, when Kelty Brine, a 20-year-old marine biology student and competitive swimmer, slipped into the pool containing Tilcom and two female killer whales while working as a part-time Sealand trainer. The three orcas submerged her, dragging her around the pool and preventing her from surfacing. At one point, she reached aside and tried to climb out, but as horrified visitors watched from the sidelines, the orca orcas pulled her screaming back into the pool. Other trainers responded to her screams, throwing her a life ring, but the or orcas kept her away from it. She surfaced three times, screaming, before drowning, and it was several hours before her body could be recovered from the pool. Both females were pregnant at the time, which was not known to the trainers. Tilcom was moved to SeaWorld Orlando, Florida on January 9, 1992, after the attack. On July 7, 1999, a 27-year-old man named Daniel Dukes was found dead and naked, draped over Tilcom's back.
Dukes had visited SeaWorld the previous day, stayed after the park closed, and evaded security to enter the Orca tank. An autopsy found numerous wounds, contusions, and abrasions covering his body, concluding that Dukes died from drowning. The medical examiner reports that no drugs or alcohol were found in Duke's system. Dukes was given a Darwin Award for his action. Yeah, let's give him an award for breaking rules and entering a killer whale tank. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with people? People are so stupid. Excuse my French. You don't belong getting an award. He broke the rules, climbed into a killer whale tank, knowing the consequences. Killer whales are dangerous, and they can kill humans. have no idea why he got into the killer whale tank. His, I think his death is partially his blame. But I digress. On February 24, 2010, Tilcone was involved in a third incident when he killed Don Branchu, a 40-year-old trainer. Branchu was killed following a Dine with Shumu show. The veteran trainer was rubbing Tilcom as part of a post-show routine when the whale grabbed her by her left arm and hair and pulled her into the water. At least a dozen patroons witnessed Branchu in the water with Tilcom. Employees used nets and threw food at Tilcom in an attempt to distract him. Moving from pool to pool in the complex, they eventually directed Tilcom to a smaller medical pool where it would be easier to calm him. He subsequently released Branchu's body. A SeaWorld executive witnesses and video footage from right before the attack confirms that Branchu was lying with her face next to Tilcom's on a slide-out, a platform submerged about a foot into water. SeaWorld stated that the trainer was pulled into the water by her ponytail, as seen on video cop moments before the attack. However, witnesses to the incident stated that the trainer was pulled into the water by her arm. Branchu's autopsy indicated death by drowning and blunt force trauma. The autopsy noted that her spinal cord was severed and she had sustained fractures to her jawbone, ribs, and the cervical vertebrae. Her scallop was completely torn off from her head and her left arm had been severed below the shoulder. So, really, really sad story. Rest in peace, Don Branchu, and the other killer whale attack victim. All right, so now we're going to talk about an alligator. Alligators can attack, and alligators are very deadly and dangerous. Now, Brian Jeffrey Griffin was swimming in the Dead River in Lake County, Florida, when his friends watching on shore saw alligators and yelled for him to get out of the water. One of the alligators, however, quickly grabbed him by his jaws, trashed him around, and pulled him down. 
It was too late by the time one of the rescuers retrieved the boy. He was pronounced dead when he got to the hospital. How sad. Rest in peace, Brian Griffin. Python attack. Shawana Hare. Shawana Hare lived in a small one-story house with her mother, excuse me, with her mother, Jaron Ashley Hare, 19, and her mother's boyfriend, Charles Jason Darnell, 32 years old. Darnell woke up to find that their eight-and-a-half-foot albino Bernice Python was missing from its enclosure. He discovered the python coiled around a toddler's body before stabbing it with a knife. Reports confirm that the, to- the toddler was crushed to death by the python and died of asphyxiation. The child's guards were charged with manslaughter, manslaughter and child neglect and sentenced to 12 years in prison each. Wow, some deadly deadly animal attacks we have discussed so far here on American Tragedy Hour when animals attacked. So let's go ahead and give it a moment of silence for everyone who has passed away so far. All right. Thank you so much for joining me in that moment of silence. We are going to go ahead and take a quick intermission coming up next i'm going to talk to you about some more animal attacks including steve Irwin animal attack and some dog animal attacks and more so don't go anywhere there's plenty more animal attacks coming your way right after our quick intermission we're going to hear a couple of songs followed by our commercials we're back with more right after this Would you lie? Would you run behind? 
Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. That's AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network, or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network and follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like and our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One and hit follow. talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial, 
Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to the right talk show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. Either case, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. Administered 
CPR and rushed him to shore, but medical staff pronounced him dead at the scene. Now, Irwin's death is believed to be the only death from a stingray ever captured on video. Rest in peace, Steve Irwin. There will never, ever be another Steve Irwin on TV. Let's talk about Phil Bronstein. Chronicle executive editor Phil Bronstein suffered a serious foot injury after he was attacked by a venomous Kamado dragon at a Los Angeles zoo. Bronstein was shoeless at the time of the attack. He was wearing white tennis shoes during his visit and was told by the zookeeper to take them off as the dragon might mistake them for the white rats that zookeepers usually feed it with. The dragon's jaws crushed the casing of Bronstein's big toe. He had to undergo surgery to remove and reattach severed tendons. Bronstein was with his then-wife, Sharon Stone, during the incident. Now let's talk about a little boy named Maddox Durkash. Now, Maddox Durkash met a tragic death when he fell off a railing enclosing African-painted dogs. The boy had vision problems, so his mother lifted him dogs. He lunged forward to get a better view, fell and bounced off the protective netting, and that's why the 11 dogs pounced him. Autopsy confirmed that the boy died. Man, it's sad that a little boy died from getting attacked from the fall. He died from the severe blood loss. Very, very sad. All right, now let's talk about Bethany Hamilton. On October 31st, 2003, so in Halloween 2003, Bethany Hamilton went for a morning surf in Tunnels Beach, Kauai. Around 7.30 in the morning, she laid on her surfboard with her left arm hanging in the water, and a tiger shark mauled her, severing her arm. Hamilton suffered from a 60% blood loss, yet survived the attack, and continues surfing to this day. Gotta respect that dedication to surfing, despite losing an arm to a tiger shark. Darla Napara. A pregnant woman, Darla Napara, was found lying in her California living room, soaked in her own blood. Reports say that the victim was not breathing and was unresponsive. It was later found out that Napara sustained several dog bites and major trauma to her upper body. She was attacked and killed by her own pit bull. 
personally, I am not shocked to hear this, as I've seen firsthand the damage pit bulls can inflict, and I am not a fan of them. Personally, I hate pit bulls. I cannot stand pit bulls. Alice Cardinelli cannot stand pit bulls. There I said it. I don't like pit bulls. In this case, really, really makes my point even more clear that pit bulls are dangerous. Now, I know there are some good pit bulls out there, but really, this case really pisses me off. Now, in my opinion, pit bulls, aggressive and unpredictable dogs out there, and you should really, really be careful and use extreme caution when going near these dogs. Now, there are some really nice pit bulls out there. There are some really nice Rottweilers out there. There are some nice Dobermans out there. But, unfortunately, too many of them get in the hands of these thugs, these drug addicts, and these criminals, and they raise these dogs to be guard dogs and be ferocious. But... I can't stand the people that raise the dogs to be this way. And I wish these people would not be allowed to have a dog. I'm these nice people that raise pit bulls and Rottweilers and Doberman Pinschers to be good, loving dogs. But unfortunately, nine times out of ten, in a survey that I recently studied... There's only 40% of those kind of people, which means there are 60% aggressive pit bulls and other dogs out there, which is sad. Anyway, moving along to my next case, which is Taylor Hubbard. Now, in the blink of an eye, Taylor Hubbard's beautiful face was torn apart after a Sabrina Huskin or excuse me, <laughs> what an asshole I am, Sabrina Huskin. It's Sabrian Husky sank its razor-sharp teeth into her face. Taylor told Inside Edition, my mouth was literally on both sides. Now, it happened uh, what began as a magical evening for Taylor. She had just attended her junior prom. Then, at a party with a bunch of friends, she encountered the Husky. Taylor told Inside Edition what happened next. I was right in his face. I was petting his ear. He reared back. I didn't have time to move. His mouth on my mouth. Shaking my head like a little toy, she said. Tyler's friend, Matt, leaped into action and actually punched a dog. Tyler was rushed to the hospital. She said they would not let me look in the mirror. Surgeons needed over 200 stitches to repair the gapping wounds. Taylor's teeth and jaw were also broken. She admitted... I've had some pretty rings after that. Her face is healed, but the scar. Now, listeners, I want you to please listen to this message. 
Please, folks, for your own safety, be careful when dealing with other people's dogs. If the pet dog does not know you, he may take you as a threat. You should let the dog sniff your hand, and you should let him get comfortable before you pet him. If you just pet him right away, he may feel you more of a threat than a companion. So please keep that in mind. We never a dog to be mean or nice. It's a sad truth in today's world. So we have to be very careful when dealing with other dogs. I don't want to see any of my listeners get attacked by any vicious dogs. So please be very careful when with dogs. My little Wapsu Wapsu got attacked by a pit bull because we thought the pit bull was a nice dog. All right. So that's all the cases that we're going to talk about on tonight's show. What you can take away from today's show and what you can learn from today's show is do not trust any animals. Animals are unpredictable. Animals can inflict serious pain and serious damage. Don't believe me? Well, look up Charlotte Nash, a victim of a chimpanzee attack who lost her face and her hands. But luckily, she is still alive. Look up any of the victims that I mentioned tonight on tonight. People, please be very careful when dealing with animals. I know that I, Alice Cardinelli, personally have exotic fish as animals, and I have a Wapsu Wapsu as a pet. But a fish cannot inflict serious damage. Well, depending on the fish... If it's a piranha, a piranha can bite me. If it's a stingray, a stingray can kill me. But, um, folks, we have to be cautious around animals. I want you to remember that the time you go to a zoo. Be very careful when dealing with animals. There is no reason to get up close and personal with chimpanzees at an enclosure like Andrew did. There's no need to get up up close and personal with gorillas or alligators or any animals. Be very cautious. You can go to a zoo and look at the animals get up close and personal with them. All right. That's going to do it for us for our first American Tragedy Hour of 2016. I hope this was a very normal tragedy hour for you. And I hope that you learned a lot about animal attacks and the tragedy animal attacks can have on humans. Our next American Tragedy Hour is going to be in two weeks so that I can research and give you the best educated show as possible. In two weeks here on American Tragedy Hour, I'm going to talk to you about the deadliest fires in United States American history. All right? So I'll talk to you about the deadliest fires of all time in two weeks here on American Tragedy Hour. All right, guys. I want to thank you for listening to the American Tragedy Hour here 
the In Your Face Talk Show. I also want to thank you for listening here on YouTube and iTunes and Stitcher Radio. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Please check out my fan page on Facebook, American Variety Network. Hit like. Please join my fan group where you can chat with my listeners. American Variety Network fan group on Facebook. Thank you guys for listening to this great show. Have a great night, and I'll see you on the next episode of the American Variety Network. Alice Cardinelli wishing you a pleasant vidu. Adios, everyone. Good night.